0: Welcome to the Mind of the Fans Podcast. Podcast, your go-to show for all things Premier League football. Join host David, David and Spark Spar every, every week as they dissect the best and worst moments from each match, delivering, delivering. insightful analysis and engaging discussions, from intense rivalries Brivery. to top-notch performances. They've, They've got, got you covered, covered, but it doesn't stop there. Stay tuned for updates on major European games and breaking news. Breaking news. Get ready for an unforgettable football experience on the Mind of the Fans podcast.
1: Let the games begin. Hello, beautiful people. This is Mind of the Fans podcast. And we're so glad you could tune in for our very first episode. I'm your host, David. And Spy. Let's go. On today's episode, we'll be previewing the FA Community Shield as well as discussing big preseason results and transfers. Stick with us and... You would enjoy today's episode. So, Spire, what's going on? How you doing? What's up? All right, bro. You good?
0: Ready for this podcast,
1: yeah. bro? How was your Saturday?
0: My well, Saturday was. We had a game today, football match. We played against a Division Three team. Uh huh. And we
1: absolutely ratted them, bro. What was it called? Like four zero. Four 0 Four 0 that's crazy. So that pretty much your season has started. I was I was going to ask you like when your season nah, started. It's, it's pre season still pre like A month. A month. So that's like August.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How many games? How many games left for pre season? Yeah. Three. 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 I'm not really sure. Three games in pre season. And then how many games in like this?
0: Oh, no. no. You mean in total? You said how many left?
1: No. Yeah. How many games do you have in your season?
0: Oh, pre season, we have six or seven games.
1: In our season, we have, I think, 22. 22 games. That's good. That's pretty good. 20, wait, what? 22 games. That's a lot. That's till like July. Well, no, not July. December. No, 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 no. That's still July. Till July. Do you play every three weeks or something? Like when the season starts. Uh-huh. We play every week. And when, when we does see- this, When does the
0: season start? That's like September. When Premier League starts, that's when it starts.
1: So August. August. Close to the end of August, yeah. Okay, anyways. Let's move on, let's move on. Before we jump into like the main thing for today's episode, the which is the FA Committee Shield, I have a question to ask, Like, just a very simple question. I don't know if you'll probably answer it because it's probably meant for Arsenal fans, but my question is, if you could pick Martinelli or Mbappe, who are you going for? This would lead me to like the first thing on what we have on today's episode. Would you pick who or who? Martinelli or Mbappe. Are you really asking me? Just pick, like, as an Arsenal fan, who will you go for? I'm not an Arsenal fan, dude. If you're an Arsenal fan, just answer the question. If you're an Arsenal yeah. fan, who will you go for? There is no Arsenal fan, i say Gabriel Martinelli. Why?
0: Because you know, you know what you want in the team. You know what quality Mbappe brings.
1: Okay, then which leads to, like, the very first part of this episode, Mbappe saga. You know what's going on with Mbappe and PSG and all the drama surrounding that, how they left him out of their preseason tour and all that. Again, looking at all that, would you take Mbappé over Martinelli? The only problem I have with Mbappé is that his wages, let's
0: say from an Arsenal fan's point of view, his wages is going to bring down the
1: club. So it brings me back to my question, Martinelli or Mbappé? Depends at this, on... At this point, at this point, no, now, like no. currently, currently at we... Question, went... The question has to be
0: broken down. Because the question can be in terms of helping Arsenal win titles and that's Mbappe. And in terms of Arsenal being a football club that can still survive a real
1: And for those of you listening and not aware of what's going on in Mbappe, so Mbappe was left out of the pre-season tour, the PSG season tour. So... PSG wants to sell him because he wants to go to Madrid for free in the next transfer win- next summer transfer window, which is 2024. But PSG do not want to do that. They want to sell him. And then the club, Al-Hilal, from the Saudi Pro League, offered €300 million euros to PSG. And they agreed. They accepted it. And they gave the green light for the Al-Hilal people to negotiate with Mbappe. But Mbappe said no. He doesn't no, he's want not to even
0: say no, he, he's not he's, open he's, to any
1: conversation. Exactly, he's not open to, that's what I mean, he's not open to any negotiation, which is crazy though. Because his salary is about 200 million euros per season. But do you know what?
0: That's, that's just one reason I have like a little respect for Mbappe. Um, because Mbappe was just all about the money. But to be fair, it's just his agent that has like, his dad rather that knows how to do it with PSG. You see, when they renewed his contract in PSG, they gave him the power of literally saying that you're above the club. Yeah,
1: yeah. So you, you I thought that, that
0: contract. Yeah. I thought that, okay, that contract just means that Mbappe lacks money. But he actually, in the long run, it means that Mbappe knew what he was doing all along in terms of Real Madrid because right now, Mbappe has a choice. You know, a player, definitely all players have a choice to like Decide if you're going to agree contract terms, this or that. Yeah. But a club can also persuade the player to agree. You know, they can choose to like trigger his, I don't know, contract term, like reduce wages or bench him or this or that. You, like, like what it is to make
1: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah. But Mbappe's contract doesn't allow that. Mbappe's contract allows him to choose if he wants open conversations or not. No player has. In their contract.
1: Yeah, that, that's why we call it NBA-type contract, where the player has the pretty much the power to...
0: Pretty much, Mbappe was doing it for the long run, and that is very sensible from Mbappe, from my perspective.
1: Yeah, which brings me now to my next question. If you're Mbappe, would you take the Saudi Pro League offer, or would you actually sit out? Because PSG are down to sit out the whole season. And down to, like, not, not play him throughout the whole
0: season.
1: Oh no, from. PSG want to sell him. If they can't sell him, they yeah, are down I mean, to not what, play
0: what him. What PSG want to say is that what they have spent on Mbappe, they have to gain something from him.
1: Yes, that's true.
0: You don't just want him to go for free. Don't imagine offer him, offer them like let's say hundred million. like take it or even sixty million? They will take it. They just want something for Mbappe. Mbappe is like no, I want to go for free.
1: Because if PSG are agreeing to the Al-Hilal offer, that's double what they paid for him from Monaco. If I remember correctly, that's double what they paid for him, which is crazy, though. But. Yeah. Anyways, then moving on, moving on to the next big thing. Henderson has completed his move to Al-Atifak, I think, that's, that's the, if that's the pronunciation. So he's completed his move there. £12 million, £12 million plus some add-ons from Liverpool. What a that was kind of shocking when he first came out, but not really anymore. From when I heard like the stop that in like
0: the conversation, I was like, personally, I thought that Henderson could not leave the to what he has done for me, but football seems to surprise me every day.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we all know the Mitrovic saga with full and he wanted to go to the Saudi Pro League, how he like he doesn't want to play for Fulham because they downgraded his price Oh no they upped his price so that the Saudi pro league wouldn't leave the negotiation and then he was angry with Fulham for it and he's like he'll never play for them anymore and then he's pushing for his transfer to the Saudi pro league which is I don't understand that that's just really crazy
0: Honestly, I think he's just doing it for the long run. I think he's all about the
1: money at this well. Well, yeah, and anyway, I mean, pretty much we are going to Saudi Pro League. Not, 20 not, 20. not really.
0: anybody. some people that just they are in there because let's say like Maris, yeah, Maris, Maris too. Also, oh, for me, Maris is only like one of the ones that will say, okay, oh, Maris and Femino. Why I'm saying I'm saying this because Maris is not going to get paid and it's next like, season because Pep's plan was same season. Last year last season, he, he got you could literally like count out his game. Alright, could count out the minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And Saudi yeah. is more like a home for him because he's Algerian. So he's language, he knows the surroundings. So yeah, that's literally Yeah. And Femino as well. Femino for one whole season not playing time. They signed Nunez, the time got Femino is basically out of he just took the first offer because that was literally the first offer that came to Femini. And first and only offer, basically. Yeah. It's not about the money. But my perspective, I don't know the inside.
1: And also, our uh, money from Bayern to Al Nassar for 37 million euros. Did you see that coming? Considering he only spent literally one season there. That was pretty I mean,
0: to me. After the fight, Sunny and Mani had.
1: Yeah.
0: Then the perspective of everything, money. Thing. because once you came, it just tell that Bayern wanted money
1: out of the box. That's a weird one because it's just, I mean, he made a mistake. Like, why would yeah, that worry? Personally, to... I don't
0: think he made a mistake,
1: but beyond
0: knew that money just wanted a thing that's always going to challenge for Champions League, and Bayern is that same
1: exactly. So, don't... why did Bayern, Bayern force him out considering? He only spent one. I mean, everybody makes mistakes. It's not like he couldn't come back from it. Bayern just couldn't accept the fact that he made a mistake, and they were in the headlines for that. I think that's just what it was, because that's he spent one season, and they are pushing, they are forcing him out, like forcing him out. That's just I don't know.
0: Be fair, see, I would blame money. He should have just stayed in Liverpool.
1: Obviously, he wanted a new challenge. He had pretty much won everything there, so he wanted a new challenge. Bayern was the option and he went to Bayern. He was getting game time at first, then he got injured. And then as he came back, he was gradually being integrated into the team and then he punched an And then Bayern were like, okay, no. We're in the headlines for the wrong reasons. We're not in the headlines for Kane. So we're in the headlines for wrong reasons and they are forcing him out now. So it's just crazy. Isn't though, I
0: was one to talk about. That. I was really one to talk about. That. Like, if you're the club, you just think it's basically money's fault. Not even like think of like, maybe Tani it is. Because yeah. Sanitism has been in the squad for three, four years. Three, four and years. he hasn't three had years, a fight yeah. with any of his teammates. So, money you now fighting him is like, okay, this is definitely money's fault.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that makes sense. But, anyways, money is going to earn a salve for 37 million euros. Another person is Zaha to Galatasaray for free. Left Crystal Palace. Thank God, thank God. I'm happy for it because you know when Palace plays Arsenal, Zaha wouldn't be down the left wing trying to dribble past Ben White, even though Ben White held him the last time no.
0: mm-hmm. I don't agree. Mm.
1: Me, I'm happy. He's gone. I'm happy he's gone. Let's see.
0: right now? He, he anything that's become. Hear from Zaha again when he's in Europa League. Yeah, I think
1: Casa are in Champions League, are they? In Champions League,
0: whoever they're going to be in, they always get pushed back to Europa. Like it's the first time they either get Test place in their league or I don't know, but they always get pushed back. The past 10 seasons is happening, so it's a constant for them.
1: Yeah, I think them are that they love the Europa League, they don't like Champions League. Yeah, anti-Champions League, they're like, we don't want champions, we want Europa where well, we can't go and have a chance of actually winning something. So, they play to them. Everyone
0: really wants to make their mark in Europa. They want to make history be like, winning the most, winning finals the most. I think that's what
1: they want. Yeah, they want to be like the Madrid of Europa. That's <laughs> crazy. 100%. Chelsea and Kayser 85 million pounds rejected. 85 million pounds rejected by Brighton. I have nothing to
0: say
1: around that do you think it will happen though considering Chelsea need midfielders do you think they will actually go out and spend as much as because Brighton think Caicedo is as they value Caicedo and Rice on the same pedestal but honestly
0: knowing Chelsea owners they can do whatever there's nothing we need to expect from Chelsea window. so you
1: think, not... they, you think they will actually go and drop 105 million honestly pound. they can drop
0: 160
1: that's crazy I mean, it's to be good. I mean, it's to be good for them, but that's just a lot of money spending on just one player. One player.
0: Same thing we said about Enzo Fernandez. Same thing we said about all the players, Kevairi Balaga. I'm telling you, Chelsea is not near about this. This is what Chelsea, this is what they do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, moving on, moving on, we'll leave transfers a bit. Moving on to another headline, Messi's big games. Game or game. Games. He has had two big games. That's what
0: one The goals.
1: One against Santa Azul, both in the league cup, and then against Atlanta, where he scored two and assisted one, and then Santa Azul. He scored the winning freaking goal, big goals. I mean, it wasn't surprising to be honest. That's what he does.
0: He expected it from
1: it. Yeah, I was listening to one show, and the person was like. You can't be surprised by, like, he's playing in, like, the G League of football leagues. If you get what he's trying to say, it's like, MLS is like the baby league compared to, like, Premier League, and La Liga. So you expect Messi to come and score, like, hat-trick every game.
0: Yeah, well, well, you see the difference? We also expected Ronaldo to do that in Saudi, but...
1: I mean, wait, wait, wait. No, Ronaldo did it. He had 14 goals. And he came in January. He came and took over that. He was going for the Golden Buddha and he came in January. Calm down. Calm down.
0: Well, I'm not going to speak about Ronaldo because I don't want this conversation to go sideways. But I'll say is, we have the privilege to just watch both of them in our generation. That's, That's true. We have the privilege to. honestly, I would prefer to watch Messi or Ronaldo than Pele and Maradona.
1: if we we were probably in those times if we grew up in those times we would have hmm, honestly we probably would have wanted to work but now that we we grew up oh Messi every every game Ronaldo every game scoring goals like it's for fun obviously now you Pelé and Maradona don't necessarily even mean anything to us that's how football is you know
0: honestly, I think people that literally like someone like Ronaldinho he said it with himself Ronaldinho was when he was a child, he was watching. and you know, got the chance to like play like as soon as he retired. Not played. I'm not sure if he played with any of them. played as soon as they retired.
1: Yeah, you know, i mean, Messi played with Ronaldo. Ronaldo didn't necessarily play against any of them. I can not remember them playing against each other. But
0: what I'm saying is, Ronaldinho said it himself. Ronaldo is someone that's seen from like both. You know, historians. They're seen from Pele. They're seen from Ronaldo. They're seen from Messi and Ronaldo. Like, Ronaldo Roberto Carlos and they said it with themselves that like, this is the third generation of football and these to Messi and Ronaldo,
1: yeah, I mean they've been going at it for over a decade. Yeah, so it's been fun to watch. I mean, I don't want to stop watching them, but at that. At the point they will have to retire. So, 100%. it's just like when I think of LeBron James, he's, he's probably retiring in next year or so. It's heartbreaking to know that he will so retire. Considering I've been watching for over a decade now so oh yeah
0: I know it's of three-pointers is going to retire but well he's giving a lot to the sport and we have to respect him for that
1: yeah he definitely changed the game of basketball he transformed it now everyone now is shooting from the three-point line no one wants to drive to the paint anymore. everyone is like threes that's
0: why he's note. moving
1: on yeah, moving on before we leave. Let's not go into basketball. Maybe we'll create another podcast for that. But football, back to football. The FA Committee Shield. Yep, Spy, on want to tell the people what it is? Oh, really? No? Okay, I will. The FA Committee Shield is the competition, pretty much like the opening curtain of the Premier League season, where the winner of the Premier League plays the winner of the FA Cup. In this case, the winner of the FA Cup was City, Manchester City. And we now the Premier League was also Manchester City. So, the team that finished second in the table, which is Arsenal, is then playing Manchester City. We now both the FA Cup and the Premier League. So, we do have a fun one in our hands here.
0: I don't think it's going to... I think it's going to be a walkover honestly. But honestly, looking at Arsenal from this preseason, I've seen a lot of... I'm not seeing the same players that fought for the title last season in this game. They play like now the Temple, the Temple is gone. back. They're back to the old Arsenal. Pre-season games against, against United, against Barker. I can see Arsenal being Arsenal. But maybe it's just the pre-season. Who am I to you know? That's how it is.
1: Well, I think it's just pre-season. I think when the season starts, you see the proper Arsenal. I saw, I'll be honest, I saw shades of the proper Arsenal. In the prison. it wasn't all round but I saw shades of them at some point especially against Barcelona the United game was nasty that game was really nasty
0: honestly I think our young boy Kulomaru he could, he could make a lot of dinners for the whole team make rice he could make a lot of fries he could make he could make a lot of dinner you know from the way he handled the rice kind of rice in there.
1: that's just a really dry joke bro. that's just really dry that's, that's just dry there's no fun in any way <laughs> you No. Know. But yeah, the game against United, where they beat us 2-0 at MetLife, New York. Yeah, the phrase sentence. Well. they beat you? 2-0. Yeah, when they beat Arsenal 2-0, that was a real... Arsenal played really disgusting. But then we redeemed ourselves against Barcelona, coming back twice to beat them 5-3. So that was good. That was good to watch for me. So what's staying up late to watch it? So. Honestly,
0: Alvaro, I love him so much. He was in that match to enjoy all of it, but that guy's so rough.
1: Like he's literally so rough.
0: Honestly, oh, most of his tackles he was getting but like, His tackle gonna That was all ball. That was no, I'll crazy. Give it,
1: but the way he was going in, the way he was going in, his follow-through, they were just not normal follow-throughs for a but person. I love, he's the best defender and he's nah, van dyke. I don't fancy him. It's Koyal no, van
0: Dijk. I think the best that can and James' been there. We have all of him is Ruben Deals. I think Van Dyke is in the mud for this season. Last season, he wasn't in the mud. It was a one season wonder, and now he's sleeping over for Ilicious. He's sleeping over. That's a Sorry, my body. Perishes. He's falling over for Perishes. He fell down on the in the pre in game again, and it's cold. I don't know why. Maybe it's too heavy. I don't know. Virgil know,
1: is, do not, do not question Virgil. Do not question him. He's a world class. He's a world class defender. But
0: the word is, he was a world class player. No,
1: he is a world. Just watch when Liverpool. It's because Liverpool as a team was just not on it. So
0: it doesn't matter if the team is not on it. As a centre back, you have a job to do. Mosala, the team wasn't on it for what he has
1: a job to do. So he had to. But score. no one, no one talked about it. That's because the team was bad. No one talked about him scoring. How many goals he scored and how many Because
0: that's how critics are. Liverpool is a team that everyone just loves. Like, everyone hates Man City. Take your leave. When I mean hate, I mean like, Man City can play someone that's not even your team and you just want to see City lose because you're tired of seeing them win. That's what City is right now. But Liverpool, people just want Liverpool to win everything. The Premier League as well wants Liverpool to win everything. I'm not even joking at this point. So, if Liverpool do whatever, whatsoever, they're not going to say Liverpool's name when they're doing well. When we beat Liverpool, it was all about United, United, United. United. They didn't see the mistakes that they made in the back for Sancho's goal. Sancho sat down with Milena. I don't
1: think there was a mistake there. It's just Sancho really played good. Honestly, Milona stood his
0: ground. Milena stood his ground. Because why are you going to ground? Why are you trying to block a shot by tackle the own 18? You're meant to stand your ground. And that's why you could see after the goal, Van Dijk was talking to James Miller after the goal. Pretty sure that's what he was saying. But you're not meant to just go to ground in your box in the name of in a truck.
1: Well, well, kind of digressing, but back to FA Committee show, City versus Arsenal this Sunday. No, not this Sunday, my bad. Next week, Sunday, August 6th, Wembley Stadium. Expected lineups. What are you going for? Let's start with City. What are you going for? What do you think Pep will do?
0: City? I don't think he's going to change. So, the only thing I'm going to see is that, or we are going to see is that Beno Silva is going to convert his natural position which his right wing. No, natural, but perhaps natural position for Beno De Silva.
1: Just to be sure, you're saying Ederson in goal, then Walker, Akanji, Stones, Diaz, and Aki at the back.
0: Mm. I think he's going to play that weird formation that he always does. My lineup is going to be Edison and go. Yeah. I think he's he's comfortable with Walker, but shock is in Walker too. Yeah, Walker, I
1: don't think Walker is going to Bayern. Just let's just drop that there. Walker isn't going anywhere.
0: Walker joining Stones.
1: Yeah. Ruben Diaz. And, and Akanji. No Akanji. Yeah. so Ake isn't playing. I don't think he's going to. Okay. And then midfield. Who is Who's comfortable? Good? Midfield would be Rodri. De Bruyne and Kovac. I
0: don't think I don't think Pep is comfortable with Kovac here, but probably Kovac here. I mean
1: and who, who replays who who will plays Gundogan,
0: That's who Kovaci is there for. Kovacic is or John Stones.
1: Well obviously John Stones is to start. John Stones will come into the midfield as that to play that we Rodri has that double pivot.
0: Yeah, but I feel like during the season he's going to actually start. I think he's going to is going to play Laporte on Diaz or Ake and Diaz. Maybe Akanji and Diaz and Ake to the left. Then Rodri John uh, Stones and then KDB But oh, we can never predict Pep, Pep as probably on his holiday playing chess now trying to figure out some new attack.
1: And then his fourth line we all know will be Grealish, Haaland and Bernardo Silva. I think those are the only positions we are very sure of when it comes to Pep pass
0: on found this comfort, we would
1: also. Yeah. And then for Arsenal, what, what do you think? What do you think Arsenal is going to line up Yeah, I have no words I
0: think you should tell me about
1: it. Well, for me personally, I would say, obviously, Ramsdale in goal. That guy's been smoking some stuff recently, but I trust he's just preceded. But Ramsdale in goal, Tieny on the left, Saliba and Gabriel, then Ben White, obviously. But if Tierney doesn't start...
0: you guys know Zinchenko or did you buy him?
1: No, we bought him. He's just injured. I don't think he'll play that game or two because the day before, he has a game, the U- Fight for Ukraine game, where he's playing in that. So I don't think he'll play that competition game because it's the next day. So if Tierney doesn't start, I'll say probably Timba will start there. Timba, then Gabriel, Saliba, and... Ben White, then in the midfield, Party Party will play as the holding, then Havertz and other. Why not take the rest? Because I think he won't be fit enough. He will be fit, but he'll be on the bench. I don't think he'll start the game. I think he'll be on the bench.
0: Why would he be fit?
1: Is he injured? He is currently not fit at the moment. He had like, he felt something during training. That's why he didn't play against Barcelona. He felt something.
0: Oh, well, He felt the effect of the in his pocket.
1: Okay, um, moving on. Moving on, and then we all know the front line, I think. I think Trusser will start the game. Trusser will start on the left. Jesus will start lead the line and then Saka on the right.
0: As an Arsenal fan, what do you think about trying to make Havertz into being Saka?
1: I think he works. I mean, we just have to give you time. I think he works. I think he can play it, making those late runs in the box. He knows how to finish. He has good aerial threats. So I think it will work. We just have to give him a little bit more time because obviously coming in from Chelsea, he was playing more of like a central striker. So he wasn't necessarily used to it. So we definitely have to give him time to adjust to that new role. But yeah, I do see Havertz growing into it and then making the best of that role. Like that'll probably be one of the first names on the team sheet. So, but yeah, so that's my expected lineup. So I don't see any tactical changes. I don't see anything like that. I think they both play pretty much the same way. The inverted fallbacks. I don't. I don't see anything changing. So, so my
0: prediction for that game is going to be three 0 to City. Three 0 Three, new. three new. I'm
1: more comfortable with you. three 0 No, I'll say Arsenal two-one. Arsenal two-one. There's just something that Arsenal leave has me, over me. City. Wait, 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 wait! Come now, come. I think there's just something Arsenal has over City. Like when they are not playing in Premier League, other than that FA Cup game they played like in February, Arsenal has always had the handover city when it's not in the Premier League. So I will say Arsenal 2-1. Are talking
0: about the same Arsenal? What? Are talking about the same Arsenal that I know? Like, you yes,
1: Arsenal... we, are, we are talking about the same Arsenal, yeah. Oh. Arsenal 2-1. Well, there's always an
0: Arsenal point of view, so the fans, oh, good luck in the game, that's all I'm to tell you.
1: I'm, I'm just telling you, 2-1. When we come back to review the game next week, we'll see. Hopefully, it doesn't get doesn't get disgraceful, yeah. That, that's what I was going for. Yeah,
0: you might, you might, he most likely would, but give the benefit of the doubt.
1: 2 1 us now, 2 1 to the us now. That's my score. First trophy of the season will go to us.
0: Okay, maybe okay. never ask
1: them. Just watch and see, Spy. Watch and see.
0: I'll probably watch the you as well
1: so we can get live
0: reactions and everything.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. There's something I want to talk about. Do you know this lady, Pamela Rodriguez? She plays for the Argentina national team. Female national team. She's the one that has the Ronaldo tattoo on her leg. Worry, no, Do you know her?
0: Honestly, I, I don't watch. No, I do not.
1: No. Well, she's the lady that has the Ronaldo tattoo on her leg and the Argentina fans were blasting her. And then she went to her IG and she said that Someone can have an idol growing up, and Ronaldo was her idol. She never said she was anti Messi. Messi has done so much for the national team, all that stuff. But Ronaldo was her idol growing up, and that's why she has like the Ronaldo tattoo because she has Ronaldo tattoo on one leg and she has the Maradona tattoo on another. So
0: I don't know why they need to, but to be fair, we all know Agents now they're all for Messi and Maradona
1: exactly. Yeah, like it was serious, they blasted her, like she had to go on an IG and blast back. You should check out Vamila Rodriguez. who that fellas? for this? But that's just a side note just for you to check out and see.
0: I think that's probably one of the reasons that I'm just guessing at this point. Don't take my word for it but I think that was one of the reasons Ganancho wasn't called up for World Cup.
1: Because his idol was Ronaldo. That's just petty.
0: Don't get me wrong but that was rumored that was going around 100% sure.
1: If it's true that's just really petty. That makes no sense. It's really petty. You know. But because I do feel Argentinas take it too much. Like, they literally worship Messi, which I think they take it overboard sometimes. So, it just doesn't make sense.
0: If I were to go pull, and let's say I for Manchester United, I think the Nigerians would do the same.
1: No, not really. No. Yeah,
0: I think they no. okay. I, I think,
1: mean, we didn't do it for, we didn't do it for Kanu or Okocha. Why would we do it for?
0: I think you personally would get a tattoo of my face. On
1: the of you on my leg.
0: Honestly. I feel you do it and then, yeah, you just watch me. You're not even watch the game
1: anymore. Obviously, if I'm watching a United game, it would be to watch you, but to say I'll get a tattoo of you on my any part of my body is just a big stretch. Spy, I don't think the love out for you goes that far. Really, I don't think it goes that far to get a tattoo of your face on my.
0: I know my friends now.
1: I'm just saying I love you, but I don't think my love for you goes that far to. just before a round-up, let's just touch on the subject. Women's World Cup, currently ongoing in Australia and New Zealand. Nigerian women beating the Australia women 3-2. Did you catch a glimpse of that game? I'm not. So it's a crazy game, though. I caught a little bit. So it was a crazy game. We're currently top of our group, group with Australia, Canada. Well, currently and...
0: top of I'm really happy for you, Dave. I hope your country wins it. I think, but well, honestly, I think the Nigerian women find is,
1: well yeah, because out of all the teams in Africa what I'll say we're the best. I think the only team that can challenge us is South Africa, but out of all the teams in Africa we're the best. You're
0: probably, yeah, you're probably the best team.
1: Yeah. I'll what say are you guys gonna...
0: the game? The super Eagles?
1: What is it? Yeah, this the super Eagles. yeah.
0: Super Eagles is the boys.
1: Super Eagles. Is it? I think, I don't know.
0: Oh, nice.
1: No, no, no. They are called the Falcons. The Falcons. The super, yeah. Falcons. super Falcons. Super, yeah, I haven't been com- Either ways, yeah. So the Super Falcons, 3-2 against Australia, currently top of their group. We've we've played Canada. We've played Australia. Next up, we're playing Ireland, which Ireland has already been eliminated. So I think that should be a walkover for us to qualify for round of 16. So I look forward to you know supporting our Super Falcons. Me personally, I follow the England team, the female England team. I also follow a little bit of the US, but now I've put Nigeria into it. So I see Nigeria going fine to it. So that, that's good. Minute, minute, and then you have
0: to tattoo. Lioness picture.
1: No, Spam. I'm not putting any tattoo of anybody on my leg or on any part of my body, Spam. So yeah, the Women's World Cup. If you're not watching it, you should go watch it. It's, Honestly,
0: you know, it's so much you know, fun. I think I saw a Laura James banger.
1: Yeah, like I was watching, I got into the, like the women's game during the Euros when England were playing and games are actually interesting. Like if you're not watching it, go watch it. Go watch the Women's World Cup. It's pretty interesting.
0: Yeah. good game in. My is to win.
1: Ooh. Super Falcons. There we go. There we go. There we go, Super Falcons. Anyways, moving on and just rounding up. So we have the FA Community Shield coming up this Sunday between Arsenal and Manchester City. Spy has already put his predictions for 3-0 to Manchester City, which I do not agree with. But, oh, well, I'm going for 2-1 to the Arsenal, you know, because I feel like my boys will do something. So this Sunday, Wembley Stadium. Hope you all watch it. It should be a lot of fun, you know.
0: Yep. Tune in to watch Arsenal. Yeah, absolutely. Outplayed by Manchester City.
1: Sure, Spy. But that's pretty much all we have this week. We hope to see you guys next week. Next week we have a lot of stuff to discuss. We have the review of the FA community shoot, which I know Arsenal will win. We also have our predictions for next Premier League season coming up, also. So we'll go into that next week. We'll, be doing my United. we'll have our champions prediction, top four prediction, play of the season prediction, top goal scorer prediction, everything next episode. So hope you stick with us. Anything else you want to say, Spy? I have a lot to say, but I'll end it on this note. Glory, glory, my
0: united. Glory, glory, my united.
1: I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Please like, subscribe, share.
0: So much
1: on all platforms. So please share with all your friends and your family. We hope to see you guys next week. Have an amazing weekend. Again, watch the Arsenal. Master game and watch the women's walk up.
0: So Have a good day. Wow.